0: Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Starline by an award-winning science writer of In Praise of Poison Ivy, The Teeth of the Lion, Itch, and many more. Her latest book is Meltdown. Discover Earth's irreplaceable glaciers and learn what you can do to save them. We welcome author Anita Sanchez. Thank you. Anita, let's go Beyond the Mic. In Meltdown, you talk about the current issues with glaciers and what a world without glaciers would look like. Why is this topic so important for you?
1: Well, glaciers was a stretch for me. I usually write about things you can find in your backyard because my goal is always to get my readers more in touch with nature and the outdoors. But I was lucky enough to actually take a walk on a glacier and I was just bowled over by how beautiful and how dramatic and how much it seemed like a living thing. It was just such an amazing place. But then I realized when I came to write about them that there's some hard science that People need to understand of what's going on with them today. So I am the book at young readers, um, trying to explain to them some of the scary doom and gloom stuff that's going on with climate change.
0: How do you tackle such a politically difficult topic?
1: Yeah, I always wanted not to be the person who's scolding and shaming people for you know using a plastic fork and stuff like that. Um, I want young readers to feel a sense of optimism, and a sense of hope, sense that they have. Power and that they can begin to do something about it. but I always start with falling in love. I, there's a great quote that goes, "In the end, we will only conserve what we love." And I really want kids to feel that that awe and that that love that I feel for the amazing places of nature, whether it's a remote glacier or in your own backyard. And you talk about the wildlife of glaciers that depend on them. Right, kids? I think everyone likes to read about wildlife and there's just so much amazing wildlife, muskox, ice worms, all kinds of things that use glaciers. And then closer to home, things like salmon, for instance, that breed in glacier-fed streams. So as the glacier-fed streams are getting warmer, salmon are having a hard time surviving. I mean, you may have noticed the price of salmon grocery store these days i mean it, it seems like it seems like glaciers don't relate to our daily life you know unless you live in alaska but it really affects us you know in very real ways in our everyday lives
0: what scares you about the elimination of glaciers
1: well i can unknown nobody really knows you know what is exactly going to happen climate change is a very complex topic and scientists are still trying to figure out water our planet's going to be like in 50 years, but it won't be my problem. It'll be my children and my grandchildren's problem. But we do know that things are changing and that if we take action, we can slow those changes and make them less drastic. So my book is partly a call to activism and it may seem silly to have a, a 10-year-old you know being asked to be an activist but i think kids have a lot more power than they realize
0: in the end you talk about the rainbow glacier and in the book you show it disappearing why was that glacier so important for you to show
1: well i wanted to talk to some professional glaciologists because i'm i'm not a professional arctic explorer or a glaciologist i wanted to talk to some scientists so i found um two scientists uh Dr. Pelto and his daughter Jill Pelto who do research in the Northern Cascades National Park and they go to the same glaciers every year on the same day. They've been doing this for literally decades and they measure how big the glaciers are and they're all getting smaller. So Rainbow Glacier was one of the ones where they do their measurements and it's a particularly beautiful, it's a small one, but it's this little frozen river of ice that comes down a steep mountainside and you know every year they can see it's retreating and, and getting smaller. Author of
0: Meltdown, discovering Earth's irreplaceable glaciers and learn what you can do to save them, Anita Sanchez joins us beyond the mic for The Rocking 8. It's just eight random questions answered with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Okay. Anita, where in Cuba would be your dream place to visit?
1: In Cuba? Yes. My father was from Cuba. He lived in Havana. I would love to go see his home.
0: Of the 48 states you visited, which one was your favorite?
1: Oh, I gotta say... My place I was born, Massachusetts.
0: Are you a pokeweed fan, or have you gotten out the herbicide yet?
1: Are you kidding? I love all wild plants, and I would never use herbicides because they really do horrible things to wildlife, especially songbirds.
0: Now, i got to ask, do you have
1: a green thumb? And if so, what do you grow? No, I don't. Um, I'm pretty good on plants, but I'm not much of a gardener. I like wild plants. Are you
0: left-brained or right-brained?
1: I actually took one of those tests once. I tested out right in the middle. What flavor of ice cream do
0: you not like?
1: Rum raisin.
0: Oh, my. Who is the key mentor in your life?
1: A person I never met named Gerald Durrell. You might have seen a, a TV show, the, the Durrell Family in Corfu. Um, he loved wildlife, especially the exotic types of wildlife. and traveled all over the world, and then he wrote about it. And that's what I would love to do.
0: What do you daydream about?
1: traveling to more exotic places.
0: It's time for the back half with the author of Meltdown, Discovering Earth's Irreplaceable Glaciers and Learn What You Can Do to Save Them, Anita Sanchez. Be on the mic. Anita, I'm going to be giving your book to a child I know would enjoy it. Great. But I want to know, how did it feel when you opened the box and you got that first book, that first copy of your book in your hand?
1: Oh, wow. It's just amazing when you see your words turned into a book because for so many years I mean yeah I've worked on this book for years it's been just a you know coffee stained manuscript or a computer screen that keeps getting revised and I kept having to update the book because things were changing as I wrote it Um, particularly when there's an illustrator Lily Padula the illustrator did a gorgeous job and you see your words turned into these beautiful images that's just so cool
0: How did Lily give your voice a greater impact?
1: Well, you can describe things in words. I was trying to describe the behavior of, you know, solar radiation when it meets carbon dioxide molecules, and it was this long, incredibly boring paragraph that I challenge anyone to read. And Lily just, a picture, you know, it's worth a thousand words. She just, she made the scientific concepts very clear and direct in her illustrations, and then she really captured the drama and the beauty of glaciers. I mean, some of the ice, like in deep crevasses, it isn't white, it's turquoise and sapphire. It's just gorgeous. So she really captured that beauty. Anita, how did your first summer job,
0: leading kids on nature walks, put you on a road less traveled as an environmental educator?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, I got a summer job doing a like you know nature camp kind of thing. And it was just so cool to have kids see their first deer or their first, I mean, Dealing with, with um, you know, kids who don't get out into nature much. That might be their first squirrel or their first acorn or something like that. I've, I didn't grow up in the wilderness, but I grew up where there was woods around. That's an experience kids don't really have much these days. I could just go out and wander in the back 40 and hang around, hang out in the outdoors, and kids rarely get to do that. What's the
0: one thing you want people to get from this book?
1: Not to change the channel. You know, it's so easy. There's so much bad news. And no one wants to hear about, you know, it's all terrible. But if we try to understand the problem and then look for solutions, that's the only way we can change things.
0: Anita, where can people find you online?
1: AnitaSanchez.com. I have a uh, website and uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter. It's time for one big question
0: with Anita Sanchez, author of Meltdown, Discovering Earth, Irreplaceable Glaciers, and Learner, What You Can Do to Save Them. Anita, are you optimistic about the future of the earth and of glaciers.
1: I am. I am. I think there's no limit to what we can do if we really want to get it done. And I think fear is a bad motivator, but I think if people really want a positive future for themselves and their kids, I do. I am optimistic.
0: So what's your next project?
1: I'm actually working on a book about seaweed and seaweed has all kinds of great things that it can do to help save the planet. It's food source, fuel source, can help lower methane emissions, a lot of good stuff about seaweed. So that was really fun because I love the ocean.
0: She hates rum raisin, ice cream, doesn't use herbicide, and she doesn't have a green thumb. Her <laughs> book is Meltdown, Discover Earth's Irreplaceable Glaciers and Learn What You Can Do to Save Them. Author Anita Sanchez, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you very much. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Like Shortcut.